Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. I'm going to go ahead and get started. Sawete, Sawete Omnibus. Hello to everyone. And we're going to do Lively Latin. As I said, we're not going to do any new grammar this week. Um, mostly because uh, I want to do the Trojan War. Next week, we will do our last case, and we will learn how to do declension tables, which will help us remember all these cases. But uh, for today, we're going to read a story. We're going to review our phrases we had last week and uh, uh, look over those little Latin jingles that we had. Then we're going to read a story. Then we're going to sing three Latin songs, if you want to, and then we're going to talk about prefixes, and then we're going to talk about the Trojan War. So that's what we'll do. And whatever we don't get done on the Trojan War, you guys can have for homework, because I have a little, <laughs> little exercise for you. So, all right, we had phrases last week, ad nauseam. We've had that before. What does ad nauseam mean? On and on and on. Yep. To the <laughs> point of disgust. To the point, to the of, point nauseam. of nausea. Right. Yeah. And then we had the phrase, alia yakta est. Die is cast. Die is cast, said by Julius Caesar when he was. And so now you can say that sentence whenever you're trying to make a very important decision that's going to have tremendous consequences. Because Caesar is trying to decide whether he should take his army across the Rubicon River, which means, in effect, he, if he does that, he's declaring war on Rome. And if he doesn't do that, they're going to make him resign. Uh, as governor, because uh, he, his term would be over, and uh, then he could be prosecuted for all the things that he did while he was governor that really were illegal, which was passing a lot of laws and things. So he's really saying, this is an important decision I'm making. I've made it now. The die is cast. I'm going to do it. So he did. And then we have a good phrase for this day and age when war is going on and so forth. Oh, tempora. Oh, mores. Oh, the oh, times, the oh, oh, the, the customs, said by Cicero. So, and then we oh, had two little, hmm? oh, what, the times, oh, the customs, oh, uh -huh. the times, oh, the customs. It's like when things are just too much for you and you don't know why things are going. It's like saying, oh, what a world we live in, something like that. Um, okay. And then we had two little jingles, two little tongue twister sort of thing. Not exactly tongue twisters, but cute little sayings. O tite tute tati tibitanta tirane tulisti, which means nothing too much. It means old Titus Tatius, who was a, he was a king uh, of the Sabines. Oh, Titus Tatius, you tyrant, you have taken so many things for yourself. But it's just a cute sound to it. O tite tute tati tibitanta tirane tulisti. It's like Peter Piper picked Peter Piper. <laughs> and then we have another cute one by the same poet. But the trumpet said with a horrible sound, There we go. Now we have some vocab words here today. A lot of vocab words. And I want to just go over those with you. Uh, they're going to be used in your story. Ad sum ad esse means to be present. Some Latin classes, you can say, you can ask, you can call a person's name and they could say ad sum, meaning I'm here. Ab <laughs> sum is the opposite, meaning I'm absent. Or ab est, he is absent. Ad est, he is present. Uh, 
So this is a compound of the verb ese, right? It is. Ese. It is. Oh, Carla, we were just saying in Spanish, how do you say it is I? Do you say es yo or es? Soy yo. Soy yo. It is I. I am I. I am I. So you do, you do use yo, though, because in French you say c'est moi. Mm-hmm. You do, but you're using the disjoint, le pronoun. Right, right. Pronoun disjoint. Yeah. yeah, it just seems odd that in English we say it is I, and in Spanish you say it is I. Leave it to those Frenchies to mess it up. Say moi, <laughs> to say it different. But uh, anyway, agnosco agnoscare, to recognize. By the way, now you know why maybe recognize has a G in it. Uh, you might not think about that or wonder about that. But amito omitere, to lose, uh, literally to send away. Uh, and amesis means lost. That's the participle form. Apropinquo, apropinquare, to come near to. And we get the word propinquity. Something that is, is in your propinquity is near to you. Um, bibo bibere, to drink. What is that in Spanish called? It's babe, babar, is it? It's beber. 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 It's the okay. second conjugation beber. verb. Beber. Okay. I thought it was pretty similar. Yeah, this is we get bebida, we get beverage. And of course, boire in French. Yep. And in biology, there's a phrase you might have learned, imbibition. A plant takes water in through osmosis, but it also takes it in by imbibition, meaning it it's drinks the water right in through it, its tissues. It imbibes it. Imbibe. Yeah, it if you imbibe, you drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The plant imbibes the water. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Kelleriter means quickly. Nothing much you can say about that except accelerate comes from this and mm-hmm. accelerator and words like that. Keso, kesare, to stop. It looks a lot like cease. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can kind of get. Uh, comprehendo, comprehendere, to understand. You can get that from comprehend. Uh, comprendre in French, comprender in Spanish, I think it is. Comprender. Yeah. Conspicuo conspicere, to catch sight of. If you're conspicuous, you are very easily seen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Curo, with one R, means to care for, to take care of. Whereas with two R's, it means to run. And so you have to be careful about those two words. One's first conjugation, curo curare, to take care of. Whereas curo curare, which we had before, means to run. Here's a funny word, eke. Eke means behold, look, but it's not a verb. It's a interjection like there it is. It's like saying, and so it does that's not in take. The Bible. Yeah, yeah, eke homo, and that's uh-huh. why. But it's it's not eke hominem like you would expect because man is the object of that verb in English. It really means like there, the man is what it really means. Kind of like uh, that's remember that's what Pilate said uh-huh. uh, when he when he uh, was talking about Christ, eke homo. Uh, there, my, the last book that I used in my teaching career was a book called Eke Romani, which means behold, uh-huh. the Romans, or look, the Romans. Uh, flos florem. Florem is the accusative form. Flos is the nominative form, means flower. And that's where the English name or nickname Flossy comes from, probably. Uh-huh. From that name it means flower. Furtim means stealthily. 
for you, you can see the word furtive. Furtive. Yep. Heek. Heek means here, the long I. Yakeo, yakere, to lie. And if something is adjacent, it is lying next to something. So something that is adjacent uh, is lying next to it, next to, next to whatever it is. Uh, and don't get that mixed up with yakio with an io meaning to throw. This is eo meaning to lie. Uh, in Kipio and Kippere, to begin, we get the word incipient. If I were to say, this Latin class is giving me incipient ulcers, I would mean that I'm getting beginning ulcers. Invoco, invocare means to call upon or invoke. If you invoke something, you call upon them. Iterum means again. If you iterate something or reiterate something, you say it again. Okay. Locus, locum means place. Uh, and that's where we get things like locale and local and locomotive and location and locate and all kinds of words. See, this old dead language, we're getting plenty of words out of it. Yeah. Nato natare, to swim. Uh, nadar in Spanish. Natacion in French or uh, nager. Uh, I'm sure there's another word in English similar to that. But natatorium. Place yeah, natatorium. That's like a fancy way of swaying, saying a swimming pool, I guess, right? right. Uh-huh. Nihil, Nothing. If you annihilate something, you destroy it. Nos means we or us. Now, normally you don't need to write the word we, but if you really want to emphasize we, you can write nos along with the verb, or you can write nos meaning us. Uh, it's interesting that in Spanish, nosotros means we, and I think nos, nos is, us. is us also, yeah. And it's both, it's it reflexive verb. It, it's, you know, it's also um, direct and indirect. You know what I mean? Well, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, it is. Because in Latin, Latin, it's nobis for indirect, nos for, for direct. Yes, but in Spanish, it's both. That's good. And in French, we have nu and O-U-S. Right, exactly. Yeah. Pace pedem means foot. Uh, we get words like pedal something you step on, pedometer, something that measures your footsteps. What's pedicure? Pedicure. pedicure. Hey, that's a good one. That's a good one because it also covers curo, meaning to take care of. So a pedicure is taking care of your feet. Manicure, (laughs) take care of your hands. Take care of your hands. That's exactly right. Yeah, good. Good job. Uh, Priter means uh, accept. And that takes the accusative. So whatever word comes after the word except will be in the accusative case. And praeteria means besides. Ripa ripa means bank, like bank of a stream. I don't, I was trying to think how to say bank in French, uh, but I can't think. I know. I just can't think of it real fast. Left bank, how do you say left bank? Oh, no, Reeve, 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 Reeve. Yeah, yeah, Reeve, Ghost, Reeve, Reeve Watt. Yeah, that's what it is. I knew, I knew it. Reepa. Yeah, I couldn't get unmuted in time. <laughs> I know. Salio salare, to leap. Uh, or salio salire, excuse me, to leap. Uh, and by and the way, saltar. yes, indirectly, we get salté and saltar and uh, mm-hmm. words like sauté in French, I guess it would be. Okay. Uh, said means but, no derivative. 
Silwa Silwa means woods, and that's where we get Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania was Penn's woods. And that's where we get the girl's name, Sylvia, and the boy's Mm -hmm. name, Sylvester. And Mm -hmm. Sylvan, Mm -hmm. a sylvan landscape is a landscape which is wooded, which which has Mm -hmm. woods. Uh, I guess that's about it. And the French name, Sylvain. uh, A Sylvain. Sonitus sonitum means sound. and uh, that's an easy one. Tergum ter, I forgot. I should have written tergum tergum, not tergi. It means back, and intergo means on his back. Uh, and that's a lot of vocab words in that story. But I wrote them because they they go with the story. So, all right. Well, let's look at this little story. And this story is continuing the story of our family that we read about the other week when we were reading about the dinner. And in particular, the two little girls, Secunda and her friend Flavia, are in this story. So it says, Hodie nihil akid. Today, well, nothing is happening. Today, nothing is happening. Have you ever had a day like that? I don't have enough of them. But it's like a boring day. Secunda cum pupis et catulis. Uh, Ludit. So what is she doing? Playing with her dolls. With her dolls. By the way, that's where that's where we get pupa, like the insect phase. She's playing with her dolls. What are katulis? We had it earlier. And with her puppies. She's playing with her dolls and with her puppies. Said D.A. says Colidus. D.A. It's warm. Hot. The day is hot. At Nihil Fakare Walt. She doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, she doesn't want to do anything. All right. Praeteria, praeter matrem, et lidium nemo est in casa. Praeteria, besides, praeter matrem et lidium. Except no one except except Lydia is at home. No one is in. No one is home. No home one is in the house. Besides her mother. And mother Lydia. Her mother. Lydia is the slave, remember. All right, except for mom and Lydia, nobody's home. Publius ad ludum est. He's at school. He's at school. Marcia cum unia in opido est. Um, Marcia, remember, is her older sister. And where is, is she? She's with uh, Junia, Junia yeah. in her house. She's with Junia in town. In town. In Opido, yeah, that's right. That's in town. Right. Uh, she's with, oh, for heaven's sakes, wait a minute. What? <laughs> My my Braille machine just jumped all the way back to the beginning of the document. Wait a minute. Of <laughs> the lesson. Uh, okay, so she's with Junia in town or at town. Here we go. Okay, and so what? Father and are in the field. They're in the field. Yep, yep, they're in the fields. Okay. Uh, they're in the field. So Etiam canes non ad sunt. Um, 
Somebody. Even the dogs aren't there? Even the dogs oh, even the dogs aren't there. All right, where are they? Quote leperes copton. They're chasing something. Rabbits. They're chasing rabbits. So rabbits. she's the only one with mother and Lydia. She's the only one there. Now, DA secundum fatigat. Um, now, I don't know if you've had fatigat, but you can guess it. The day is tiring her out. The day is tiring her out. Yeah, she's wearing her out. Eke, Flavia Kumatre Wayne. Uh, behold, Flavia comes. Right. So suddenly now she's got her friend there visiting. All right. Fame and I in Kasam Intrunt. The women. Women enter, enter in the house. They go in the, in house, the house at Pueli Subarboribus Proximis Kasai Ludum. And the, the girls are under the trees. They are playing under the nearby. Near the house. Yeah, near they're the playing house. under the trees near the house. Good, very good. Es walde calides hodie, clamat flavia. It is very hot today. It's really hot today. Okay. Mecum in silwaweni, dicet secunda. With me in the forest. In the Right, come with me into the woods, says Secunda. By the way, notice with me is mekum. You put the kum at the end, hooked on to the pronoun. Um, Ibi sunt multiflores. There will be many flowers. There are many flowers there at est quoque rewas amoinus. I don't think I gave you the word rewas. I should have. It means a stream. Bank, bank, bank. Not bank. That's oh. ripa. This is rewus. Oh. It means oh. stream. Stream. There, there is also a pleasant stream. Oh. In other words, we can go in there and play by the stream and be cool. Ibi frigidum est. Um, it's cool there. there. It's cool. There it it's is cool, cool there. there. All right. Tum duai pueli ambulari and kipian. The two girls began to walk. Begin to walk. And notice that incipient takes an infinitive. They begin to walk, just like you would have in English. Ad brevi tempore, ad silvam wenian. And in a short time, they come into the woods. They come into the woods. Est locus frigidus et amoinus hic, dicit Flavia. It's an old place and says Flavia. Yeah, here is a cool and pleasant place, right. says Flavia. You get the impression Flavia is kind of, she just says whatever comes to her mind. That's kind of good. <laughs> Flavia means blondie. So, <laughs> all right. Do I pueli ad rivum curunt et in rivum saliunt? Oh, the two girls run to the river and and jump in. Yeah, they, they they run to the stream, not river now. It looks like river, but it means stream. They run to the stream and jump and in. Longum tempus natant. For a long time, they swim. They swim for a long time. Tu me rewo exeunt et in repa yakent. They come out of the They get out of the stream. And in the bank. 
They lie. And they lie on the bank. Okay, now here's where it gets interesting. <laughs> Subito lupum conspicuum. Suddenly they see a wolf. They see a wolf. Oh, okay. wolf. Uh, wolf. They catch hmm? like they little catch That's right. They catch sight of a wolf. Furtim ad aquam propinquat et bibit. What's this wolf do? Um. He doesn't go, what's he doing? <laughs> Silent. Um, he approaches. He approaches the water and drinks. Drinks. All right. For Tim. He does it what? For Tim. Stealthily. Stealthily. Stealthily, he approaches the water and drinks. All right. Lupus puellas teret. <laughs> The wolf scares the girls. All right. Clamant at current. They scream and run. They scream and run. All right. Post Brayway Tempus, Curare Kessant. After a short time, they stop running. They stop running. Ubi Secunda. Where are we? Where are we? Locum non agnosco. I don't recognize this place. I don't recognize the place. Oh, nos miseras. Now, I want you to notice this. In English, we do exactly the same thing. This is called the accusative of exclamation. It's, it's oh, probably, it, yeah, it means like, oh, poor us. We don't say poor I. We say, oh, poor me, right? Or we don't say, uh -huh. oh, you don't, you don't, if something bad happens, you don't say, oh, I. You say, oh, me. And so uh -huh. it's the same thing here. Oh, nos miseras. Oh, poor us, uh -huh. says Flavia. Amisai sumus. We're lost. We're lost. Quidnam facimus. Quidnam facimus. What shall we do? What in the world shall we do? All right. Now, Flavia has an idea. Dianam in woko. Call on Diana. I'm going to call to Diana. Okay. Oh. Diana Puelas in Silva Semper Curat. She Diana always takes cares, care. Always cares. Always cares for girls in the woods. Right. She always takes care of girls in the woods. Remember, Diana's a goddess of young girls and huntresses and that kind of thing. So she has uh, hope that Diana will take care of them. So she says, Oh, Diana, fair nobis auxilium. Bring us help. Yeah, bring, give to us aid. Yeah, bring us help. All right. And Flavia, Deacon, Diana, fair nobis calariter auxilium. Do it quickly. Do it quickly. Bring us help quickly. Tum puelli soni tum audium. Then the girls. Hear a sound. They hear a sound. They hear a sound. All right. Now, primo putant esse lupum. Uh, at first, they think it's the wolf. Right. It's the wolf. Because why? Rami, uh, Rami crepitant. The branches it's rustle. rustle. Okay. So they think it's a wolf. But what is it? Tum argum ad puelas apropinqua. Then, uh, argument, argum. 
Argus approaches the girl. You know what? I made a mistake. That should say Argus, yeah. not Argus. Yeah, Argus. It should say Argus. Say yeah, Argus, yeah, teacher, man. Argus ad puelas appropriate. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, that's a mistake. That's got to be fixed. Okay, so that's a mistake. That's one for me. Um, <laughs> then Argus. Now, Argus, remember, is one of their dogs, right? Mm -hmm. That's one of their dogs. Remember what their other dog was named? Mm -mm. Bella. She has all the puppies, oh, yeah. and Argus They're is the other stars. dog. Okay. Oh, Arge, quam lite, te widamus. How glad How we, we, are. Are, we are to see you. Yeah. Two es amicus nostare. You are our friend. You are right. our friend. Nunc duc nos domum. Now. Yeah. Lead us right, lead home. It, how, lead Take us, us home. Lead Remember, Duke, Duke, fucking fair, irregular imperatives. Remember that Duke, Duke, fucking fair ought to have an E, but it isn't there as an irregular imperatives. Take us home. Deke it secunda. Secunda says. Yes, but what's Argus do? Argus ad secunda mwenit, caldam mowit et manus lambit. <laughs> he comes to secunda, wags his tail. Uh huh. And Licks her hand. Licks, her, Licks hand. her hands. All right. Tum intergo yaket. He lies on his back. He lies on his back. Oh, Pettis on Kylum extended. Put your feet in the air. So, in other words, what's he want? Play. He wants a belly rub, right? How many times have you seen your dog do that? That's what he wants. He's not worried about taking them home. He wants a belly rub. Oh, many may argue. Oh That's no, Argus. Oh no, Argus. Uh Arge, Duke knows Domum. Come on. Take us home. Take us home. All right, said Argus in Tergo Yaket. But he lies on his back. Oh no, Smisaras, Clamat Flavia. Oh for us. No snow comprehend it. Uh, he uh, understand us. Right. Okay. Said Secunda ambulang and kip it. What's Secunda? But Secunda begins to walk. She begins to walk. Tum canis surgit et Secundam ducere and kip it. Then Sorget, you might not know, and I probably should have given you that. It means to rise. We get resurrection from it and surge. Okay, so, the, uh, so the dog so gets, gets up, up and, and begins to lead secunda. And begins to lead secunda. Brevi tempore domum widet. After a short time, they see home. They see home. Oh, Canis Optimus S. What a great uh, dog you are. Yeah, you're the, the best dog. dog. You're the best Plum dog. Plumat Secunda. No serva whiskey. You have saved us. You have saved us. Said Argus in Tergo Iterum Yaket. Argus lies on his back again. He lies on his back and extends his paws to the sky. Sky. So he likes, he likes, oh, two S Mirabilis. Oh, you, are, you are marvelous, wonderful. wonderful. Yep. Dig me, he Flavia. Say nothing, Flavia. No, tell me, Flavia. Tell me, no, nay, est 
Nonne est canis mirabilis. Isn't he a wonderful dog? Yeah. Isn't he a wonderful dog? Itoero carte est mirabilis. Yes, of course. It's true. Certainly is wonderful, says Flavia, at canem duai puelli per molkent. And the two girls pet the dog. The two girls pet him. All right. Any question? That's sort of a silly story, but I thought it was kind of a good story. It's uh, it had my own guide dog in mind. He loves to lay on his back and get belly rubs. So. <laughs> All right. Now, in honor of that story, I have three dog songs for you. And so what do you do one, with these questions? We answer these well, I'm not going to answer them unless you want to, but you can answer them yourself. In please. Latin or English? In English, in English, in English, in English. <laughs> but we have a couple dog songs. First one is, you ever heard the song, Where, oh, where has my little dog gone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're going to sing it in Latin. And so it goes, Quo, oh, quo, canis meus est. Quo, oh, quo, restat nunc. Cauda sectat coma hout. Oh, quo, oh, quo, restat nunc. <laughs> By the way, when you translate a song, you say funny things sometimes. What this song really says in Latin is pretty much, where, oh, where is my dog? Where, oh, where does he reside now? With short, with a short, with a cut tail and not at all any hair. Oh, where, oh, where is he staying now? <laughs> I guess it means he's got short hair and a bobbed tail is what I guess it means. I don't know what the original song said. I can't, I don't know that verse. But anyway, so if you want to sing it, you better mute yourself and you can sing it along with me. Quo, oh, quo, canis meus est. Quo, oh, quo, restat nunc. Cauda secta et coma held. Oh, quo, oh, quo, restat nunc. There we go. The next song is a, was a big hit in 1952 for Patty Page and also Homer and Jethro. They both had a go at it. Oh, okay. How much is that hound dog in the windows? I mean, Homer and Jethro is called. How much is that doggy in the window? Mm -hmm. uh, and in this song, you've got to, the parentheses around it show you that you're supposed to not say quanti est, you're supposed to say quantest, just to make the song go. So, quantest ille canis in fenestra, ille cum moente cauda. Quantest ille canis in fenestra. Uh, uh, spero illum wendibilim. Iter Californiam faciendum, et amantem relinquam solum. Si habebit canis non erit miser, et canis habebit domum. This song is uh, pretty much what Patty Page sang, not what Homer and Jethro sang, because they really messed it up. Um, <laughs> but it basically says, how much is that dog in the window? By the way, Carla, notice the word fenestra. Uh, fenestra in Italian and fenestra. Right. Yeah, Venetra in French. That one with the moving tail, with the wagging tail. I think Patty Page said with the waggly tail or something. Um, how much is that dog in the window? Uh, I hope he's for sale. I think it says in, uh, in, in, in Patty Page's version, I hope he's for sale. I think Homer and Jethro say, I hope that flea bag's for sale, something like that. Um, then I have to make a trip to California and, leave, and I will leave my lover alone. If he has a dog, he won't be sad, and the dog will have a home. 
<laughs> it says something like that in the original uh, version. So anyway, let's see if we can sing this one. Uh, and you better mute because you'll kill us if you don't. Quantes canis in fenestra, ille cumo vende calda. Quantes canis in fenestra, spero illum vende belen. Iter California faciendum, eramantem relinquandum solum. See how baby con is known ere it be sere. It con is how baby domum. There we go. Let's do it once again. Quantes dile con is in fenestra. Ile cumo en de calda. Quantes dile con is in fenestra. Spero illum when de belem. It tear California, Fakiendum, Edamantem Relinquam Solum. See how babe it con is known ere it me sere. It con is a babe domum. There we go. Okay. And I thought also in honor of dog, since we're talking about dogs, we'd sing Argus. Remember, we did Argus way back in the beginning. Yeah, you sent this one to me and I taught it to my Latin class. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Did they like it? I guess they probably did. Loved this is it. bingo in Latin, like really. So it goes, Agricola, and again, you can sing with us. You already know this. Some of you do anyway. Agricola canem habe batuinomen era argos. A-er-ge-us, 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 a-nomen era argos. Agricola canem habe batuinomen era argos. A-er-ge-us, a Er geu a nomen erat argus agricola conem have a bot gui nomen erat argus ah er ge ah er ge ah er ge a nomen erat argus agricola conem have a bot gui nomen erat argus ah er ah er ah er a nomen erat argus agricola conem have a bot gui nomen erat argus ah er oh wait ah ah here in the previous song mm -hmm. in that second line were you saying ili kumawente yeah because it looks i don't know if i did something because i'm seeing mawente uh there was some there i had mawente and i fixed it you guys oh. you, you still have the old version Right. Oh, good. It, it is Mowente. Uh, it actually, either one would really be correct, but oh, okay. uh, I used Mowente instead. Either one would be correct. Be. How mm. would you use, how would either one, what would the difference Because the be? ablative of the participle can end either in E or I, since it's part adjective and I guess part verb. I don't know. Either, either there is a, there is a, you can use either, either one, but I used Mowente anyway. Um, let's look at prefixes. You got a, got a few new Greek, Greek prefixes. Endo or ento or end or ent means within. And you get things like endocrine, um, endocrine, which has something to do with your blood, uh, your, your endocrine glands. 
uh, I looked it up, but I didn't understand exactly what it is. You'll notice a lot of these Greek prefixes are very scientific, and you're probably not going to see these unless you're talking about science. Uh, and I honestly, uh, the other word I meant to look up and forgot, into fight. I don't know what, an, what that means at all. You can, you'll have to look that one up. I don't know. And it might not even be in your dictionary. Uh, epi is one that, that we do see quite often. Epi or ep. It means against, into, over, up, on to, in addition to. And we get things like epidemic. Now, you know what a pandemic is, right? Pan means all, and demic means disease. So a pandemic is a disease that uh, everyone can get, but an epidemic is the same type of thing. It, it's something that comes upon the people. Um, so an epidemic. Epigram, epigram, right? Epigram, an epigram. We talked about that, right? Remember the poet who wrote epigrams? Remember who that was? Uh, Marshall. Marshall, good. An epigram is something written on, uh, written on a written on something, usually on a tombstone, or something. Yeah. Anyway, ep written on something is all it really means. Epigram. An epode is a, 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 a is after you write an ode, you might write another ode, and that's called an epode sometimes. <laughs> uh, in Greek uh, drama, you see ep epodes sometimes. <laughs> Horace wrote a book called Epodes. Uh, and your epidermis, dermis means skin, so epidermis is the outside layer of your skin, the, the mm. layer that's closest to the air. It's called your epidermis. What about episode, and is there any relation with EpiPen or not? Well, yes, uh, I believe so. The EpiPen is what you puncture the skin with if you have a person that has an allergy, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. So you have, and I have a funny story to tell you about EpiPens. I had a student that had an EpiPen and they called me into the office and they said, now we want to teach you what to do with this EpiPen. If your student has an attack, and has an allergy attack, you're supposed to take this EpiPen and jab it into her thigh. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, hold up. You want me to grab a girl's thigh and jab this in it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah she'll thank you for it. Okay. So they must have thought it over a little. And then they said, they called me back in. They said, no, Mr. Gates, never mind. Just forget <laughs> it. <laughs> we'll let it go. <laughs> so anyway, you're right. An epi I, bet you, I bet you were relieved. I, 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 I sort of was. I mean, I would have done it if they'd made, but I, I thought, I don't think this girl is exactly going to like that. They said, oh, she'll thank you for it. So oh yeah, maybe she will, but maybe she won't. So anyway, so, yeah. what about epi episode? Is that episode? That's very good. I don't know what the sode is, I but I'm okay. sure that you're correct. That episode that would have been an episode too. What's that? That would have been, been an episode. Yes, it would have been an episode. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm sure the sode comes from that, and I'll try to find out what that comes from. Um, but I'm sure you're right about that. And, of course, EpiPen jabbing on something. U. U is one you see a lot, or EV is another form of it. It means good or well. And we get words like Eugene. If you know a guy named Eugene, that means well-born. The gene means born. Eugenics, uh, eugenics is the study of how to achieve mm -hmm. Uh, the kind of civilization you want by making sure that only well-born people survive. It's what Hitler was trying to do. Mm -hmm. 
and euthenics is studying euthanasia, how to, how to help people die well. Uh, so euthanasia really means good death. And evangelist is a guy who, who announces well, that is, announces good news, uh, like, you know, uh, the gospel. And a eulogy is good something word. that people okay. say at your okay. funeral that will, it's speaking well of you. Gary, I had to tell you, when I, when I was a kid, I didn't understand euthanasia. I thought it was youth. Why? Oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, death of youth. <laughs> no, I just thought it was it was youth in Asia. You yeah, know, youth, youth in Asia. Oh, that's good, Carla. That's I good. really did. I mean, that's oh. funny. That's funny. I can see where you would think that, though, from the sound of it. I can see. Where you... Another word from this you that I probably should have given you and I didn't is you, you station. You have your eustachian tube which is the balance, it keeps a good balance, a good standing between your outer ear and your middle ear. That's what it's for. It lets air into your middle ear so that you have a balance of air between your outer ear and middle ear. And if that thing gets clogged up, then your eardrum swells up and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, uh, and there are probably other words with this you uh, I don't think can't think of any right offhand, but there are probably other words that have this. Uh, this you, it's pretty, we'll look out for that. This EU or EV, uh, we'll we'll keep a lookout for that because I have a feeling you will see that one. Uh, XO or ecto outside, external. If something is exotic, it's like it's outside the normal realm, it's so good. It's so unusual. She is very exotic, like she's outside the norm. An ectopic outside of the normal place. Uh, Ooh, and I don't know what an ectoparasite is. I apologize. I had meant to look that up and I did not. So I do apologize to you for that. You don't want to get one. I know that. What's that? Oh, yeah. Let's hope you don't get, get one. <laughs> uh, would it be maybe a parasite that attaches to the outside of the skin or that's something. that that could be what it is i'll try to look that up i forgot to do it tell you the truth um but but you can see these are not your normal words these are a little more these greek prefixes are much more technical much more scientific and that's why the stupidest thing in modern education and the best kept secret is no one knows how much value greek is to helping you with scientific vocabulary. People just don't realize how valuable it is. If you're going to, if you were really going to go into science, you couldn't, you couldn't take a better subject than Greek to learn all these roots and so forth. Uh, Gary, it's about a quarter till. Thank you. Okay, good. Perfect. Trojan war. We got an exercise here and we're going to do some of it in class. And what we don't finish in class, you guys can finish as homework if you want to. But basically we have a, a list of people and gods and goddesses, and I want you to tell me if they're Greek or Trojan and what role they played in the story. Okay, that's all you have to do. Uh, and so we just start looking at these and see what, what you can tell me about them. Achilles, is he Greek or Trojan? Greek. He's Greek. Uh, and what can you tell me about him? Anything? The most Say that again, Moosey. We lost you, I think. The lead warrior, the best warrior. Yeah, he is, he's probably the best Greek warrior. Yes. 
What else can you tell me about? Well, his heel was um, you, he had he a really heel. heel. Right. Uh, his heel was heel. his only vulnerable spot. Yep. Uh, his, his heel was his only vulnerable spot. And uh, do you remember who shot him and killed him? Hector. No. 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 Actually, he kills Hector. Sadly. Hey, he but who kills him? Um. Paris in a lucky shot. Lucky shot. He kills him. Lucky shot. Okay. Uh, okay. What about Aeneas? Trojan. He's Trojan. He's the son of the goddess Venus and of a Trojan uh, prince named Anchises. And he will be the ancestor of the Romans. Uh, and he's a pretty good guy. You, you read a lot more about him in the Aeneid. We'll talk about him more next week. Uh, Agamemnon. Greek. Yep. Oh, what can you tell me about? Brother of Menelaus. Brother of Menelaus. And Agamemnon is the commander in chief of the Greek army. He's not a very likable character. Uh, he's kind of arrogant. He's kind of uh, hot-headed. Um, and he's the guy that when he gets home at the end of the Trojan War, his wife will axe him to death in the bath. Uh, because uh, he made her so mad when he sacrificed their daughter that she took another lover. And when he gets home, she kills him. So, uh, Astyanax, I bet you nobody knows who he is. Uh, Anybody know who Astyanax is? No. We didn't talk much about him. We talked about him in a roundabout sort of way. I'll give you a hint. He's a very, 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 very tragic character. I'll give you another hint. He's afraid of masks. Hmm. Hmm. I'll give you another hint. Okay. If he were alive today, he, well, no, let's say if he were alive in 1951, his favorite food would have been pablum. Baby killer? <laughs> he is a baby. He is a baby. Oh. Okay. Remember Hector and Andromache had a baby. And remember that scene where Hector comes and gets ready to pick his little son up and his son is afraid of him because he has his helmet on. And so Hector wow. takes off his helmet and plays with him and says, I may this boy be as good a warrior as I am and blah, blah. Well, when the Greeks take over Troy, they throw him off the top of the battlements of the palace and kill him. Uh, so he's, he's a dead baby. So he's a very uh, tragic character. Very tragic character. Uh, Caucus. <laughs> Don't know. Caucus is the Greek. He's Greek. Oh, by the way, Astyanax was, was Trojan, in case you didn't know. Caucus is the Greek seer or priest who oh. predicts several things. He's the one that predicts that Agamemnon has to sacrifice his daughter. He's the oh. one that, uh, uh, I don't know. He does a lot of different things. He's, he's like the Greek priest who comes into several mm. stories. Mm. Hector. Uh, Trojan. Trojan. The Trojan. most likable character in the entire Iliad. He's a very. Son of Priam. Son of Priam. Yes, yes, son of Priam. He's the great. He's really the leader 
of the Trojans. He's really the best warrior of the Trojans. Uh, and he's very likable. He's very uh, honorable and, and upright. And he would not fight this war if he could help it. But he's doing it because he thinks he owes it to his country. And, of course, he's going to get killed by Achilles. Uh, and also, but, but the, another funny thing about him, there's one scene in the Iliad where he yells at Paris because he thinks Paris is being cowardly. And because of that, if you Hector somebody, that comes from his name. Uh, when you yell at somebody. Okay. Menelaus. Uh, that, that was Helen's husband. That was Helen's jilted husband, <laughs> right. And that's Agamemnon's brother. He's a king of, uh, king of uh, Sparta. And he is, uh, he's a pretty good warrior too, but he's the one that Helen ran away from. By the way, at the end of the war, he will take mm -hmm. Helen back and he will, he will say he's going to kill her. But by the time she finishes talking to him, he takes her back and they live together for... 50 more years or whatever, as if the Trojan War never happened. So, uh, Nestor, I don't think we ever talked about him. So I'll tell you is he's an old, 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 old man on the Greek side. He's the oldest of the Greek warriors and he's very wise. He gives wise advice, not clever advice, but wise advice. Uh, Odysseus. Greek. Yep. What do you know about him? Really smart. Really smart. Really cunning. Really clever. Yes. Okay. Uh, Pandarus. I doubt you remember this. It's a very brief scene that he appears in. Pandarus, the gods... There's a truce at one point in the Iliad. There's a truce between the Greeks and the Trojans. And Apollo convinces Pandarus to break the truce by shooting Menelaus with an arrow. And that causes the war to break out again. So he's a dishonest, he's a truce breaker, you might say, on the side of the, uh, on the, side of the Trojans. Mm -hmm. Paris. Trojan prince. Yep. What do you know about him? He wanted the most beautiful woman in the world. You're right. And he gets her. <laughs> and he, he gets her. and He's a lover boy. The main thing he's known for is being a lover boy. That's all he's good for. He's not much of a fighter. He's not much of anything. He's a lover. Uh, uh, that's about all he is. Patroclus. I doubt you know this one. Friend of Achilles. Yes, Achilles' best friend who goes into battle instead of Achilles disguised in Achilles' armor so that people will think Achilles is fighting and therefore it'll give the Greeks courage. Unfortunately, though, he gets killed by Hector and that makes Achilles mad and then he kills Hector because of it. Mm -hmm. Philoctetes or Philoctetes. I don't know how you want to pronounce it. Philoctetes, I guess is the correct way. Mm -hmm. Well, he was a guy that was with the Greeks when they, he's a Greek. He was with the Greeks when they first came to Troy. And while they were on their way to Troy, he got bit by a snake and he got this awful smelling wound and they put him off on a deserted island. But he had the bow and arrow of Hercules. And the Greeks were told later in the war, if you don't have the bow and arrow of Hercules, you can't win the war. 
And so they go back and get him and bring him back with the bow and arrow of Hercules. And the first shot that he takes, he shoots uh, Paris and kills him. Uh, so that's who he is. Uh, Priam. King of Troy. Yep. The old king of Troy had 50 sons and 50 daughters. Uh, very rich. But by the time the Trojan War takes place, he's a very old man. Okay. Here's a guy I doubt you remember. Protocilius. Protocilius, uh, the Greeks were told whoever gets off the ship first will be the first to die. When you get to Troy, whoever gets off the ship first will be the first to die. And so Protocilius says, oh, all the Greeks were kind of hanging back, like, I don't want to go first. I don't want to go first. I don't want to go first. He said, I'll go first. So he jumps off the ship, and sure enough, he's the first to die. And he's the one that his wife is so distraught by his death. She's back in Greece that the gods let him appear to her for three hours. Let him have a visit with her for three hours. But at the end of three hours, she's more miserable than ever. And so uh, finally, she's so miserable that she commits suicide and goes to be with him, I guess, forever. Uh, Pyrrhus. That's another guy I doubt you remember. You might. No. Pyrrhus, his name means redhead. Oh. Uh, and he is the son. Remember Achilles had an affair with a woman before he ever, when he was disguised as a girl? He had yeah. an affair. Well, Pyrrhus uh, was the son that resulted from that affair. And the Greeks found out when the war was about over, they had to bring him to Troy so they could win the war. And they bring him to Troy and he causes a great deal of havoc. And he's, he murders Priam. Hmm. He, he murders Priam. Hmm. He's not a terribly likable character in the Trojan war hmm. uh, because he murders a helpless old man like that. Hmm. on. Cena. Simon. Is that <laughs> that's our Simon in English? Uh, now Simon. this guy this guy is the guy that makes up the story to convince the Greeks to take the wooden horse into the city. He convinces them they should take it in. Hmm. So he's a Greek, but he pretends to be on the side of the Trojans, but he's really a Greek spy to get the he's hmm. really a Greek secret agent. Hmm. Okay. And I'm going to stop there. And so it's actually a good place to stop because we finished all the mortals. Now we've just got gods and goddesses to do. And you have some questions at the end here about some of the women that are in the story and about some other things. So you can. Gary, uh, mm-hmm. it's almost it's almost two minutes till. Yeah, yeah. We're about to stop. We're about okay. to stop. Thank you. Uh, so if you want to look over this, uh, if you want to look over this rest of this exercise, you can. And like I said, next week, we're going to do the last case and we're going to work on declension tables next week. Uh, and we'll do some more prefixes and so forth. How many did we have today, uh, 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 Carrie? Uh, let me check here. Just a minute here. I'm just curious. Uh, I think we had about 13, maybe something like that. We generally have uh, about 12, 12 minus me. Okay, well then that's good. We had eleven. That's that's still good. That's mm-hmm. still good. Good attendance. All right, guys. Uh, I'll be sending notes out, and uh, 
I'll see you all next week. Thank you. Thanks Thank again you for care. sending them earlier because that really helped. Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to do better. All right. I'll Enjoy see you guys. guys.